Good morning, everyone, and welcome to today's Focus for Monday, November the 28th, 2022, at 9.53 a.m. Central Time. Today's focus, finding grace. What does that mean to find grace? How does someone find grace? Did they find it because of something they did? Or did they find it because God sovereignly gave that grace to them? It's a very important phrase, and it may be a phrase that will be very beneficial and help us understand Exodus chapter 33. If you've been with us for the Today's Focus podcast series, you know we've been stuck and, well, I don't want to say stuck. We have we have had the privilege of spending a long time in Exodus chapter 33 trying to figure some things out. I, I, I guess I, w- I will say that I have been stuck. You haven't been stuck. I have been stuck just trying to figure out some things. Now, some people, I think, in the Discord channel have acknowledged their own struggle with some of this in Exodus 33, but I think maybe the solution is this idea of finding grace. They found grace. Are you ready? Let's go back to Exodus chapter 33. We're going to also be in Genesis chapter 6, because that's where the phrase really, I think we see it maybe, I can't say for the first time, but it's it's where people typically go when we discuss this concept of finding grace. But Exodus chapter 33, Exodus chapter 33. If you remember, God basically tells uh, Moses and Israel, hey, go on up, go to the land that I gave you. I'm going to keep my promise. You're going to have the land. I'm going to drive out all these people before you. I'm going to send an angel before you. I'm going to make sure I will keep my covenant. I will keep my promise. However, I've got some, I, I don't know, you can see it as bad news or good news. I'm not going up in the midst of you. I am not because you are a stiff-necked people. And if I go up in the midst of you, I'm going to destroy you. You're going to be consumed. So go, but I'm not going with you. Then that's Exodus 33, basically verses one through six. Then starting in verse seven, okay, God is not in the midst of them, but he's outside of the camp in the tabernacle, which is kind of interesting. I'm not going with you, but in a way I'm still with you because I'm outside the camp and the tabernacle, right? And that's Exodus 33, verse 7, all the way down to basically verse 11, right? Then in verse 12, we have Moses in a sense saying, okay, hey, hey, God, God, look, I need you to go with us. If you, if you're not going to go with us, then I'm not even going. We're not even going. We have to have you with us. So clearly God simply outside the camp and the tabernacle for some, for some reason doesn't feel to be sufficient. It feels like that there's a, uh, a distance that there is a, there's something is wrong. Something is not right. In other words, Moses is very aware that something is not right because God is outside the camp. He's not in the midst of them. And the reason he's not in the midst of them is because he's obviously, there is a problem with Israel. They are a stiff necked people. So Moses then in a sense begins to, you could say, intercede petitions God. And we see this in verse 12, through 17. All right. This is Exodus 33 verses 12 through 17. Let's read this. 
Moses said unto the Lord, See thou sayest unto me, Bring up this people, and thou hast thou hast not let me know whom thou wilt send with me. Yet thou hast said, I know thee by name, and thou hast also found grace in my sight. So so found grace in my sight. Here's here's the phrase. So let's I'm gonna read this from a different translation. Because it's 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 an interesting section here because Moses is kind of like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. You said you're going to go, but you're, you, you, you didn't say who you're going to send with us, but I thought he had already told him he's going to send the angel. So it's kind of an interesting phrase. Let's look at how uh, it, it, how it uh, reads in a different translation. Moses said to the Lord, Lord, you have told me, lead this people up, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Again, it's kind of interesting I guess, I guess God had said he's going to send the angel before them, but he hasn't told them who's going to go with them. And I think what Moses is saying is, wait a minute, you told me to go, but you're not going to go with us in the sense that you're not going to be in the midst, in the midst with us. And if you're not going to be in the midst with us, well, then who is? All right. So then he goes on to say, um, you said, I know you by name. And you have also found favor with me. Now that's found favor is the way this translation. I like the idea, found grace. Now, if I have indeed found favor with you, please teach me your ways and I will know you so that I may find favor with you. Now consider that this nation is your people. Now they keep using the term found favor. The King James, I'm going to go back to the King James it says this, all right? Moses said unto the Lord, See thou sayest unto me, bring up this people, and thou hast not let me know whom thou will send with me. And so I'm assuming the angel is going before, but Moses is like, you said you're not going to go with us. Who's going with us? And then he says, yet thou all hast said. But So he reminds God of something. Okay, you said, in a sense, you're not going with us. You're not telling me who will go with us, but then it reminds him of something. But you have said, I know thee by name. So God has basically has let Moses know, I know you by name and you have found grace in my sight. Mo God has let Moses know that Moses has found grace in the sight of God. He goes on to say, now, now therefore I pray thee, if I have found grace in thy sight, show me now thy way that I may know thee, that I may find grace in thy sight and consider that this nation is thy people. And he said, my presence shall go with thee and I will give thee rest. So go, I'm not going to go with you. Oh, but I'll go. Now, why was there this drastic change? What happened? Why is there this supposed change? Which seems the phrase is, I, you have, or let me, let me read it again, because Moses reminds him numerous times of this, I, that I have found grace in your sight, that I might find grace in your sight, that I think the whole reason God ultimately is going to go is because, in a sense, Moses has found grace in the sight of God. Now, when we hear this phrase, what we have a tendency to do in the minds of some Christians is that these individuals, whether it's Noah, 
whether it's Moses, they found grace in the sight of God because of what they did. They did A, B, C, D, E. They found grace. And I think that that's a misunderstanding of the concept. We don't find grace because of what we do, because that would make us deserving of said grace. That would make the fact that we can earn God's grace. God, they found grace in the sight of God because God sovereignly chose to give them that grace. So the supposed change here is this. I can, I'm not going to go up in the midst of thee because you're a stiff-necked people, but I am going to go up in the midst of thee because of grace. In other words, God going with Israel was not because they deserved it, not, was because, not because Moses deserved it, but because they had found grace, because God sovereignly chose and gave them that grace. Now, I know it's written in a strange way, right? Because you're like, well, wait a minute. If they found grace, didn't they already always have that grace? So why would God not go up with them in the first place? Well, I think it's not so much a change in the, uh, again, it's not that it's not so much. We don't believe God changes. He's immutable, right? So this is not a change so much in God. I think what he's trying to demonstrate to Moses is this people is, they are stiff-necked. That's the reality. They don't deserve my presence. None of us deserve God's presence. So in a sense, I'm not going to go, and he's doing this simply to impress on the mind of Moses, to clearly demonstrate, to clearly show that the people are stiff-necked and they don't deserve his presence. Hey, I'm not going to go with them. These are stiff-necked people. And if I was to go, they would be destroyed. Well, obviously, for him to just change his mind, quote-unquote, and again, I don't believe he changed his mind because God always knew before the foundation of the world exactly what was going to happen. I think we understand this. It's not that God changed his mind, but he's demonstrating something to Moses. These people are still stiff-necked. These people still don't deserve my presence, but I'm going because they, in a sense, you have found grace. They have found grace. I'm going to go because of grace, not because anyone deserves it. The people that, even if you say, well, Moses found grace. So God is simply going for Moses. That would still make the people stiff necked. So why wouldn't he destroy or consume them? I think the point is God is saying, nobody deserves my presence but I'm going because you have found grace. Because of grace, I am going. That's the only way we can, that's the only way to even try to make sense of any of this. All right? And I'm going to read, I'm going to, in fact, I'm going to read the whole section and focus on this phrase, found grace. Just, just see how many times it's, it's used. Exodus 33, verse 12, and we read it again. And Moses said unto the Lord, See thou sayest unto me, bring up the people, and thou hast not let me know whom thou wilt send with me. Again, that's just, it's, it's, it's so worded so strangely, right? But I, I think I know what he's saying. Hey, if you're not going to go up with us, and I, you could say, well, he is with them. He's in the tabernacle outside the camp. Moses is like, no, who's going to be with us inside the camp? You haven't told us who's going to go. You've told me you're not going, right? But you have also told me, that you know me by name and that you that I have found grace in your sight. Well, if I've found grace and you know me by name, now therefore I pray thee, if I have found grace in thy sight, show me thy way that I may know thee, that I might find grace in thy sight. If I found grace, 
Help me know you more so that I can, in a sense, find more grace, that more of your grace can be given to me. And consider that this nation is thy people. And don't forget the people, right? So remember, remember me based off grace, not based on what I deserve. And remember these people, not based on what they've done or who they are, but based off grace. You chose this people by grace, not because Israel was more godly, not because they were better, but by your sovereign grace, you chose them. Right? Now, next verse. Now, therefore, okay, uh, verse uh, 14, and he said, my presence, now God is answering, my presence will go with thee and I will give thee rest. So all of a sudden God's like, I will go, but it's based off grace. And then note what happens. And he said unto him, if thy presence go not with me, carry us up, not thence. Hey, like I, if you're not going to go, then we don't, we shouldn't go. For therein shall I, shall it be known here that I and thy people have found grace in thy sight. It is not in that thou goest, uh, is it not, if I can read this, is it not in that thou goest with us? So shall we be separated and I and the people from all the people that are upon the face of the earth. How will it be known that we found grace in your sight? How will it be known? How will it be known to anyone that we found grace? Because you are with us. Your presence with us demonstrates we found grace. It doesn't demonstrate that we're better than the other nations, that we're more godly than the other nations, that we're more deserving in the, than the other nations. It demonstrates that we have found grace in your sight. All right, so let me read that again. For wherein shall it be known here that I and thy people have found grace in thy sight is it not in that thou goest with us? So shall we be separated, I and thy people, from all the people that are upon the face of the earth. What's going to separate them from all the other people on the earth? Not because Israel's better, not because they're more godly, but because they have found grace in the sight of God. And they didn't find that grace because of what they had done. God demonstrates, listen, go. See, I keep my promises. God is demonstrating his promise keeping. I made a covenant. You're going to get the land. I'm going to send the angel before you. I'm going to do it all for you. However, I can't go with you because you're a bunch of stiff-necked people who I will end up destroying and consuming. Moses is like, Lord, 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 please, please, please. If I have found grace, remember me and remember these people based off grace. And then God's like, I will go. And Moses is like, great, because your, your presence demonstrates that we have found grace. It is grace the reason God goes, not because they've done something or deserve it. And the Lord said unto Moses, I will do this thing also that thou hast spoken, for thou hast found grace in my sight, and I know thee by name. The reason it appears God is changing his mind, he's not changing his mind. This whole thing is being, is, is happening so God can demonstrate that the basis of his presence with Israel is one of grace. It is one of grace. And in the Old Testament, whenever it says someone found grace in the sight of God, we have a tendency sometimes to say, well, they found grace because they did this or this or this. See Genesis chapter 6, and you'll see this with Noah. 
he found grace. Some people say, well, he found grace because he was righteous and he was, no, 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 no. He found grace. Uh, he found grace that, and that's about God, not about Noah. He didn't find grace because of what he did. He found grace because of God sovereignly choosing him. That's the only way, because if, if you turn grace into what we do, then we somehow earn it or deserve it, and it's no longer grace, it's merit. And our relationship with God is not based off the our merit. It's not meritorious. It is completely by grace. So when we look at Exodus chapter 33, it seems confusing. Go, but I won't go. Lord, we need you to go. Remember grace. And then God's like, I will go because you found grace. And Moses is like, okay, but you, you being present with us and the people will demonstrate that we found grace. And then God's like, yes, I, I'm going to do this because you have found grace. Finding grace is not based off what we do. It's based off God choosing to give that grace. Now, I know many, based off their theological systems, will strongly try to push back on this or disagree with this, but I think if we do that, we destroy the concept of grace. Exodus 33 is really, I know that we, this all started because of a sermon we were reviewing, um, trying to focus on the presence of God and the, and, and, and we, we get the presence of God when we do this, 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 and this, and this. What, we've dis- what we have discovered on Monday, November the 28th, is the presence of God is not determined by what they do. The presence of God with them is based off God's sovereign grace. They found grace, right? Uh, so, yeah, someone said, uh, all sufficient grace for even me, uh, broader than the scope of my transgressions. Yes, that's very true from a very, very great hymn. Greater greater far than all my sin and shame, my sin and shame, oh, magnify the precious name of Jesus, praise his name. Absolutely, it's because of grace. And it's just amazing that the sermon we reviewed turned it all into the reason Moses gets all of these things because Moses did this. Moses' determination, his preparation, his isolation, they, they turned it all into what Moses did. And what we just discovered there, and I know it's worded odd and, it, and it's different, and, 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 and for the today's focus, I'm not supposed to try to expound all of it and exegete all of it, but you can just see there. Go, I'm going to keep my promises, but I can't go with you. But I'll send the angel. I'll be in the tabernacle outside the camp. And then Moses is like, no, we don't need you outside the camp. We need you in the camp. Please, you got to go with us. And and, and, And what does Moses uses as his basis for his prayer? Grace. If I found grace, remember these people. Let them find grace. And then God's like, I will go. I will go. And Moses is like, well, you going will demonstrate to everyone that we have found grace. God's presence with Israel, God's presence with Moses is, has nothing to do with their preparation, isolation, dedication, and all the other things that we heard in that sermon. It is simply because they found grace in the sight of God and finding grace in the sight of God has zero to do with what we do. 
Noah found grace in Genesis, not because of what he did, but because God gave him that grace. All the people in the Old Testament, when it says they found grace, we have to understand that as they didn't find it by what they did. They found it because it was given to them by God. All right. I, I want to do more, but we're at 20 minutes, and this is only supposed to be 15 minutes. So there we have it. Exodus chapter 33, we've been working on it now for about, what, over a week? Uh, we are. This has now... This has broken off into a separate series on the presence of God, so we're going to continue to work on that. It's just now I'm a little bit just, I'm frustrated and dumbfounded that someone took a sermon from Exodus 33 and turned it into what we do instead of seeing the beautiful picture of God's grace there. I will flesh this out more and maybe try to clean this up a little more so that we can talk about it in maybe a a fuller way. But today's focus is not really designed for that. So today's focus, finding grace in the sight of God. What exactly does that mean? I want you to focus on it possibly meaning that they found grace, not because of what they did, but because God sovereignly gave it. You can email me at newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. That is today's focus for Monday, November the 28th.